Hello and welcome to another edition of the Node Sode with your Hode Sode Jordan Ode Sode B Dode Sode Ten Ode. Um, yes. Don't got anything too too interesting for you today. I will note that. Perhaps, perhaps there's less background noise than usual. Perhaps it seems like my truck isn't moving. Actually, let me back that up. Perhaps it almost seems like I'm not even in a truck, but that's not the case. Simply, my truck is not moving. Because I'm at work. And let me tell you, I'm working real hard. I've been working so hard. Uh, So it's essentially the middle of winter now. It is November 10th. making it about the middle of winter or so it feels like it's fucking minus 21 celsius right now we've got i don't know like a foot of snow just kind of existing maybe a little more maybe less some spots so yeah it's just winter and i am watching a bunch of men install a culvert underneath the highway um but since the highways, well, it's really not that busy, but since it's the middle of winter, can't do uh, traditional construction, so they are boring the culverts in, which is a fairly neat process. Essentially, picture a big fucking auger, like 800 <laughs> millimeters in diameter, approximately. Uh, and now, picture that auger being hmm, let's say 10 meters long I guess Uh, so what they do is they put the pipe around the auger and then it just sort of fucks the pipe into the dirt beneath the highway and then once the auger is fully sexed into (laughs) sexed into the dirt um, they detach it and now they're putting in another, like, 10-meter length of pipe. Maybe they're 12-meter lengths. That would make more sense. And they only have to do it twice as opposed to three times. Anyway, it's a long fucking process. It took them, like, three days just to set up the machine. And now I feel like this pipe is going to be installed today. It'll probably be this day will be the pipe is installed underneath the road, and then they backfill all the dirt that they moved out and I don't know I guess they're not installing any riprap I sure as fuck didn't see any riprap anywhere anyway that's three minutes of what I'm doing at the moment let's talk about the VHL more specifically let's answer Philip's questions nothing too exciting going on for my notes so today just questions part three I think my last two notes outs have been just answering questions which is great because I don't really have to come up with anything. Not that that'd be that hard. It's the fucking off season. Plenty has gone down. Last time I recorded a podcast, I talked about, oh, which team am I going to sign with? And now I've signed with a team. It's the LA Stars. Uh, We'll be fine. Maybe we'll make playoffs. Maybe we won't. I don't know. We will just see. Um, I also re-rolled poopy pee pants. Um, so hopefully he'll be less useless. I sacrificed some checking, which I never really wanted to do, but at the end of the day, I just want one effective season, and I think I I covered my bases with strength. I took it from, like, 
60 to 80. And I feel like pre-hybrid era, I was noticing quite a bit of improvement when I hit that kind of 70, 80 strength uh, bit. So I don't know. Everything else is good. He's still pretty pass first. I think he's only got like 75 scoring or something like that and like 90 passing. Uh, so we'll see how that plays out. Anyway, let's get to these questions from Philip. Philip Knight of Mississauga, Ontario. Uh, his first question is, what pickle is Dylan now? Well, that's an interesting question. I'm thinking, Dill, there's two answers to this question. Or maybe there's just one, depending on if I can think of a second answer for this bit. The first one is that Dill fell into a giant blender and has been pulverized into a liquid. Um, and that liquid of blood and bone smoothie um, has been put into a jar containing vinegar and dill and other things. Um, and so there is a special... Maybe too close to this excavator. There is a special batch of deli pickles that his grandmother, if she still lives, perhaps made, uh, containing the blood and bones of dill. So the answer is he is in some special Indian pickles or whatever. Some special cannibalistic Indian pickles. Ah, oh, that makes me want to pivot. I'm playing CK3 lately and I should have become a cannibal pickle Indian person. I don't know. Let us move on. Though before moving on, if I'd say if Dill is in any kind of pickle, it's the fact that Yun Chiang is his best forward on London United. It's a bad place to be. All right, now let's move on for real. Question number two. Have you ever been to a Rough Riders game? And if so, how was it? Um, so anyone who's listening who might not know, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders are a Canadian football team. And by football, I mean like hand egg. Um and they play in the CFL, the Canadian Football League, uh, which, you know, isn't the greatest football in the world, but it's what we got, and it's really what Saskatchewan's got, because before um, the National Lacrosse League came to Saskatchewan, we really didn't have any major sports. Uh, and as a result, our province has this crazy dedication to the Rough Riders, Um you know, they, I don't know, they usually put out decent teams. Uh, I heard recently that they are, they have, they sell the third most merchandise of all Canadian sports teams behind, like, the Maple Leafs and the Canadians or something like that. I don't know if that's true, but I heard that, and it wouldn't surprise me that much. Anyway, I digress. Um, have I been to a game? Yeah, I think I've been to a couple... Uh, I was definitely at one as a child. I don't remember it. Uh, but then I also went to the Labor Day Classic in 2021, so last year. Um, and it was fun. We had decent seats. We were at kind of one, and we were behind one of the turnstiles. Um, which actually, I shouldn't say that they were decent because the riders end up shitting the bed, if I'm not mistaken. 
Uh, so we were behind like the what would have been like the Jets' turnstiles, but the Jets. Um, wait, is that what they're called? No, it definitely isn't. The Blue Bombers. <laughs> the Blue Bombers. Blue Bombers end up kind of uh, not really shit kicking the riders, but they were spending a lot of time in the rider zone. And not in our zone, just sort of worked out that the action just wasn't that close to us. The majority of the games, what I'm getting at here. Uh, but still, it was fun. Uh, the person who organized the event, like I went with a bunch of people, and the organizer is getting married on Saturday, and I'm emceeing his wedding. Uh, and maybe that night will come up. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it was a good time. Uh, the the groom, the groom to be. He does this thing where he gets really drunk and vanishes. Um, and generally, we we learn not to really worry about him because he'll always turn up. Um, but he'll literally just walk away from everybody. Um, he was eventually found, like, outside a random fucking convenience store. Hand in... Or palms in face. That's his classic I'm drunk as fuck um, position. But that, I digress heavily. Question number three. Did you predict uh, anything correctly that happened this season? Well, that depends how you look at it. If you're talking about in terms of season 85 predictions, I didn't do them. Um, so in that regard, I guess not. <laughs> what would have I predicted, though? Let's see. Who ended up winning the Labatt? Uh, honestly, no. I think... Actually, yeah, even if I did predictions, I don't think I would have got a single one correct. I might have, might have predicted the Dragons, uh, the Dragons to win the Cup. At the very least, well, yeah, it depends how Homer I was feeling. Um, I have a tendency to predict my own team, which would have been New York. I would have definitely been wrong. Uh, but barring that, I might have predicted them to win in the offseason, at least the North American Championship. Um... But no, I likely, even in the the playoff, uh, what do you call it, the playoff bracket predictions, I did all right in that. Like, I finished in the top 10, um, but I definitely picked <laughs> Calgary to win the cup for whatever reason. Um, and then, barring that, I ended up picking Moscow, even in the final series. Uh, so I made a few wrong predictions, but obviously I made quite a few right predictions if I got into the top 10, uh, for the playoff bracket. Um, and I guess I got a few points. I think I predicted the VHLE winner, correct? Yeah, I, pre I predicted Oslo to win VHLE. That was good. Um, and that's about it. Yeah, other than that, I shit the bed. Uh, I probably would have nailed, I probably would have guessed Molly the Cat for Rookie of the Year. I think that was to be expected, but yeah, I definitely wasn't picking <laughs> Daniel Janser to win top points. Definitely wasn't picking Jerome Reinhardt to win MVP. Definitely wasn't picking Thunder or Payne. Although Brian Payne would have been a good prediction for a few awards, but I don't know if I would have done it. Because I'm a moron. Anyway that's good. Number four, is Davos planning on making any off-season moves? Now's a good time to mention that uh, Phil asked these questions on October 30th, and it is November 9th. Um, or no, it's November 10th. I think I already said that earlier. So I'm a little 20 days late. I'm a solid three weeks. Um, three weeks late on this. Now, I don't know if Phil's asking me this, because if 
I don't know if he still thinks I play for Davos, which I have not since my rookie contract ran out. Actually, Naughty, I think I might have even been before then. No, I signed and traded, I think. I don't know. Signed and traded. This podcast is getting long for a five-minute podcast. I don't play for Davos, but let me tell you, do I think they're going to make some off-season moves? Naturally, most teams do. Let's see what kind of off-season moves they did make. Goodness, they made fuck tons of moves. Well, two days before, or actually the day before you asked this question, they were involved in a three-way trade that landed them a first, which ultimately landed them Lachlan Summers, which is Kirby Thens, Kirby Than, Kirby Than, Kerbit Han, Kerbit Han, final answer, that landed them Kerbit Han's goalie, uh, as well as Deron Nesbitt, who was a finalist for um, the Jake Wild Trophy this season, I believe. Uh, and Adam Rage. Uh, oh, f- <laughs> they got a fourth, which g- g- got them Bedirhan's Bedirhan Pards player. Uh, I think he's been inactive ever since getting suspended. Um, most notably for the team I was on, <laughs> New York, <laughs> uh, they were involved in another three-way trade, which saw them trade Napoleon Dynamite. Um, and acquire a season 87 first in Phoebe Bridgers, amongst other things. Um, oh, but they actually ended up trading the pick that was used to get Padirhan uh, for Maxwell Mathias, who is a depth defenseman. Um, another notable acquisition is that they traded a fuck ton of draft picks for Alfred Champagne. That is uh, Antiques player. Um and that's oh and then they traded phoebe bridgers (laughs) i think that's kind of their main ones they they made some other picks uh for some depth and or prospects Uh, i thought they had one other big notable one oh they acquired a first which they used to draft john richards um which is John Samarno's player. Um, seems to be a pretty solid earner by the looks of things. He had a good season with the Ottawa Lynx last season and looks to debut with the Stockholm Vikings this season. Uh, yeah, that's Davos's offseason for you. Uh, Philip, oh, number five, that's not the final question. Um, do you like, dislike, or are ambivalent about the offseason? I like the off-season. Um, certainly when you're not a playoff contender, it can get a bit long, which is fine, honestly. Like, I enjoy taking breaks from the VHL. Uh, I guess the only problem is that sometimes I get a little carried away with my breaks and end up missing things like preseason predictions, um, which has happened to me two years in a row now. This season, I'm going to do it, I promise. Unless it closes this weekend, then I might miss it again. Um, but, yeah, I, I like the off-season. Lots of activity. I don't follow it as closely as I used to, partially because there's just more going on now. It's tough to keep track of. You know, there's once upon a time where I could tell you every fucking player in the league like anyone who was active, I could tell you who that player belonged to and who the member was and everything about that. Um, so it was a lot, off seasons were a lot more excited when I was that engaged. 
That wasn't a good sentence. Off seasons were more exciting when I was that engaged. Um, but yeah, now like you see a lot of trade. There's so many trades that are like for fourth or third rounders for kind of depth players or welfare players. And I don't know who they belong to. And I don't know the people that well because they're not super active. And frankly, I'm not super active. I'm the least active Max Erner in the league, quite possibly. Um, so yeah, there's it's less excitement that around that. Same with the drafts. Like I don't know who the fuck anyone is in the draft necessarily, but that doesn't make it any less exciting. Uh, and hell, I get involved in the off season. I was a free agent. That was exciting. Um, even though I was kind of too busy to really put a lot of thought into it. Um, and yeah, so I would say overall, I I like the off season. Uh, but I am quite ambivalent to the off-season tournaments. Um, I like that they're there, but I personally don't give a shit uh, to participate in no to participate in no pro-am tournament. I don't give a fuck. A little extra tournaments, but I'm glad they're there for the people who do. And finally, this final question is number six: Will your player win any awards or trophies? The smart bet would be no. Um, like I mentioned earlier in the podcast, I did re-roll Poopy Pee Pants, so I'm hoping he will be less useless. Um, and that might result in him winning an award, maybe. Uh, I think he's an okay prediction, not necessarily a safe prediction, but a solid prediction for like a Labatt or a Beketov. Um I don't know if he would necessarily category. I, I took out a lot of his checking, so I think that might hurt his Jake Wild chances. Um, but he does have a lot of defense, so I don't know. Maybe he'll block shots. Um, I did intentionally sign with the team that I was definitely going to be the best defenseman on, or at least TPE-wise should be the best defenseman on. It kind of came down between the LA Stars and Malmo Nighthawks. I very nearly signed with the Malmo Nighthawks, and frankly, the only reason I... They're pretty similar teams, honestly, uh, when I was about to sign with them. And literally the only reason... I probably would have been leaning more towards Malmo because I like their offense a bit better, uh, but the only reason I didn't sign with them ultimately is because Max Torque is already there, and Max Torque has more TPA than I do. Uh, Steve's player and I didn't want to get overshadowed by him looking now I don't know I could have convinced myself to sign there anyway since Steve went very uh, scoring heavy and I'm still a pass first defenseman so maybe it still would have been smarter (laughs) for me to sign back to Malmo Um, but I was also seduced by Baraka and Gus just the fact that they were there, even though I'm not that active on Discord and really don't interact with people in the locker room anyway. Um, I still like, I like them in Davos. They were active in Davos. I guess I was just hoping for another Davos locker room. Davos is currently the best locker room I've been in with this player. Um, and still is. No offense to every other team I've been on. Actually, no, DC was really good too. Davos and DC are the best locker rooms I've been in with poopy pee pants. Um, all right, this was a 20-minute fucking five-minute podcast. I apologize to anyone who actually listened. Unless it's Thunder, maybe this is better for you. At Thunder, do you prefer when my podcasts are 20 minutes even when they only need to be five? How bored are you? If this makes you happy, I guess it's all worth it. But otherwise, I apologize 
see you on the side with some fries. Bye. I'm going to wait four seconds, so 20 minutes exactly.